is back in session. It's Dayall and Dragons, Woo-hoo. a real play D&D podcast about four high school students from our world. They get sucked into a world of fantasy and magic and have to set out on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. My name is Riley West and I am the dungeon master for this podcast campaign thing that we're doing. That's an intro. Yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> yeah, cool. it's an effective. You can be my dungeon we'll master anytime. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm done. Uh, this is the end of the podcast. Uh, we are <laughs> retired. Thank you all for joining us for for eight sessions. It's been real. Well, hello. <laughs> My name is Brandon Lindsay, and I play Cecil McNamara. Let's see. Let's see. We got a big old list of uh, character building questions. Give me. A, give me a one through fifty. Someone. Forty two. Forty two. Um. Okay. Interesting. Um. Yeah, he actually doesn't really eat like he doesn't really eat a lot of Whataburger. I know growing up in Texas. What what do you What was what, the question? The question? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't eat a whole lot of Whataburger. <laughs> okay, the question is, is there a food that most people like that you absolutely hate? Oh, and for Cecil, uh, he actually doesn't really eat a whole lot of Whataburger. Um, which I know is not like a specific food, but yeah, doesn't really jive with 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 uh with Whataburger. I mean, he he'll eat a burger, but but a Whataburger? Nothing. No. He exists he says, on muscle milk and creatine burger. alone. This is true. Cool. Well, I'm Andy Deinhart, and I play Victoria Hightower, and um, I'll answer the same thing. Is there a food that most people like that you absolutely hate? And while Victoria looks like she would be an absolute snob, um, she will eat anything. She'll try anything at least once before she decides uh, what she feels about it. And she can um, eat quite a lot, actually, considering. So, yeah, she's, she loves food. That's good information to know. Mm-hmm. She'll eat anything. Even a drugfish? <laughs> what is it? Uh, hello, my name is Jackson Pounds, and I play James Malden. Um, I will say that James is not, he doesn't hate it, but he's not the biggest fan of chocolate. Sure. Um, okay. He likes chocolate when there's something in it, so like a Kit Kat or a Twix, but not mm. so much just pure like it's a like Hershey a bar. bar. He's mm. yeah, not not really the biggest fan. Um, hi, my name is is Daniel Grisco, and I play Brian Tolkien. Um, in this fictional world that we're all enveloped in, um, <laughs> Brian uh, doesn't like dairy. Doesn't eat dairy. Um, and it's because Brian's dad is super lactose intolerant. Mm. Um, and so he's grown up his whole life just not having a lot of lactose in the house, but when his dad eats dairy, he's so uncomfortable and, like, just doesn't feel well that Brian thinks that's just what dairy does to most people, and so it's unnecessary, uh, and so he doesn't understand. He thinks people that enjoy dairy are really just into it for, like, the sugar of ice cream, and it's, like, a selfish thing, so he 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 doesn't eat dairy. People like dairy are just so damn selfish. It just seems unnecessary because he's like, why would anyone want to cause themselves that kind of pain? <laughs> Fair, I, I guess. And I'm Riley Wesson. I'm this campaign's dungeon master. Um, Food. Okay, it's really hard to go off of these questions because you guys can just make up stuff for your characters, but I have to actually you have think to tell of stuff us that applies to my real mm-hmm. life. Um, oh, actually sushi. Oh. I'm not that big of a sushi fan. I feel that, fan. yeah. I can't, I, I can't do sushi. Yeah. That's me. Wow. Thankfully, I'm not a selfish person, and I do enjoy dairy. So Thank you. Thank you. 
Okay, I drink my guys, chocolate milk. I'll eat the shit out of some ice cream. If you feel like you have to defend yourself for everything Brian thinks, we're going to be here all day. It's like, <laughs> this is not a hill to die on. Last session, our heroes recovered from the aftermath of their fight with Frederick. <sighs> Victoria and James searched more of the rooms and discovered the lab where Rufus and the Downright Immigrants Band were unconscious and hooked up to some sort of machinery, as well as Bill Darrington, mayor of Newcomer's Field. After getting all of them taken care of, Bill and the goblins left to handle their own affairs while the students sat and talked with Rufus. The wizard gave them some gifts to help them along with their journey, some, some more helpful than others and discuss what move they should make next to try and get home. Rufus suggested they might visit the nearby Spiteful Field after consulting a torn map that Cecil had found, and so they took off. On the road, Victoria and Cecil made some phone calls, but not before Victoria accidentally burned through two phone batteries. They spotted a wagon on the side of the road and stopped to check it out, meeting a halfling by the name of Stanley Swiftbottle, owner of Stanley Spectacular Swords, and his pet owlbear, Roger. Some vegepygmies that Stanley had caught went crazy and let loose Stanley's exploding toads, and after a scramble to clean up that mess, Stanley gifted a shooting sword and a broken boom sword to Victoria, also known as a revolver and a broken shotgun. With that, they headed off to find out what awaited them in Spiteful Field, and that is where we join them now. So, you guys are in the van, pulling up to Spiteful Field, and you see a kind of broken down sign uh, as you're walking in and it says like we come to spiteful field because the l is like broken um and as you pull up the town's most notable feature is this large castle that is looming over the town <gasps> it's stone structured with tall crenellations on either corner and some worn moss covered ramparts <gasps> you can't you can't quite tell because it's kind of far off, but it looks to be in a bit of a state of disrepair. Um, but surrounding the castle is a town full of thatch-roofed cottages, most of them pretty small, while there are some larger buildings that appear to rise above the others. The streets are pretty quiet. You guys have kind of parked your car because you don't want to really take it in, but you kind of park it on the outside and you're kind of confident that no one's going to try and take this thing. Um, and... You're kind of on the main street right now. It's kind of an open dirt stretch. Um, and you can see on this main road, there's not a lot of people walking around. There's a few making their way past, but most are kind of keeping their eyes down. Not really wanting to make much conversation with people. Uh, the people that you do see that are kind of sitting still are some people sitting on the sides of the street who you can kind of assume to be sort of panhandlers, kind of beggars that are out there. Um, and there's also a small stall that uh, appears to possibly be selling some things. You can't quite tell. Victoria is just skipping and squealing. She loves it. It's a castle. It's a castle. Brian is standing with his hood up and his arms crossed, staring at Victoria and trying to understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the most happy you've seen Victoria. Yes. It definitely is. It seems entirely out of character to Brian, and so he's trying to justify exactly what's going on. Oh. Uh, so what were we trying to do here again? I mean, I guess we're looking for anyone who knows about either Freddy or the hand, right? Yeah. James breaks away from the, the group, and he goes to the, the stall that, that you see, and he looks and says, uh, hello? 
You see this elderly woman kind of come shuffling uh, around the corner. Oh, yes, hello. Hi. Hi. She she has she has like these um these like wire rimmed glasses and this pretty stringy white hair that's poking up uh and this wrinkled face uh that looks pretty kind just kind of huh yeah, how how can I help you um we're looking for, have you heard of the hand oh no <laughs> sorry the hand. Uh, no. Um, how about Freddy? He went by Frederick. What about Frederick? Well, there is uh, the Freddy that shovels the mud in front of my house on Tuesdays and Friday mornings, but that's the only Freddy I know of. Brian stares at James in bewilderment and then just says, you know, we recently had a friend... Uh, teleport out of our way of vision. Just wondered if maybe somebody had popped up here recently. You you four seem to be the first uh, newcomers to arrive in a few weeks now. Oh, who was who were the last newcomers? A few weeks ago. Just just people coming through town. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody really notable. Well, you just you have such an impressive stall here. I thought perhaps you know people would come and visit you. You might know some of your clientele that were out of the ordinary. I'm rather old, so I don't have the best of memories, but I do have these wonderful trinkets for sale. I was going to say, what what are some of the wares? Yeah, yeah, Victoria's casing it too, like it's pretty small. It's it seems to be more of like kind of a knickknack sort of sale. Mm. Um, but are there any paddy wax? No paddy wax. Are there any dogs nearby? Uh, roll for dogs. Or a bone. <laughs> roll for for bone. D- Roll a d4. For a dog? <laughs> Four. You see three scraggly looking pups. <laughs> chasing each other um, through an alleyway. I communicate to them. What's up, y'all? You want a bone? <laughs> We're underage. <laughs> you freak. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> and they scamper off. Puppies! You killed Brandon. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> thinking so, about think, so, um, thinking about this for a second, I'm gonna remember. <laughs> oh yeah, I have. I'm gonna reach into my bag and I'm gonna pull out a small little bag made of like a khaki material. Oh my god! And I'm just oh gonna stare god. at it for a second. And then I'm gonna reach in and I'm gonna pull something out. You doing this now? Sure. All right. Oh no. Ooh. And roll a d10 along with that. Oh, okay. Um, I, I got a raccoon. Ooh. You pull out this little ball and toss it underhand in front of you, and it <laughs> seems to just like grow and morph into this little skittery raccoon. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. I'm going to reach in and I'm going to grab a little bit of corn. A little bit of, little okay. bit of frozen corn. Uh, roll at disadvantage, because raccoons do not like corn. Well, you don't know that. I had a raccoon as a pet. I'm I sorry, what? That. I'm That's sorry, something what? we needed. Hold up. <laughs> Pause the know. podcast. <laughs> we're going yeah, to return to the story. 
go, going back, uh, yeah. Instead of instead of the sushi fun fact, yeah, <laughs> I had a I had a pet raccoon. That is so uh, back cool. In, back in like I think it was I think it was like early high school. What um, was its name? Yeah, R J. Oh my god! Of course, yeah, I knew it was over the head. Yeah. Duh. <gasps> but yeah, we had a pet raccoon. Okay, well that's still. They do they they do like cantaloupe. Uh, that's still a nineteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, he kind of sniffs at your hand. And... Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm not really, you know, I'm not used to taking care of raccoons, but do you have a name? This old lady is staring at you like, what on <laughs> All of us are staring at Cecil. I'm going to I'm going to give the raccoon one of my baseballs to just kind of hold and play with. Okay. Yeah. And he, then I'm just going to I'm just going to like, come on, buddy. You can just follow us. <laughs> he, he skitters up on your shoulder and it's kind of pawing your baseball and as this woman is staring at you confused and in utter disbelief uh you look at the trinkets that are on the yes table please and uh you see there's uh there's a bundle of dried flowers there's a dead mummified mouse a single dusty leather glove a crusty handkerchief and a small glass vial filled with a clear liquid hmm. kind of, what kind of glove is it like a like a like a like a first baseman's mitt or like a uh no it's like a fingerless glove oh man it's still pretty cool pretty cool um how much for the glove? <laughs> <laughs> she kind of smacks your hand. Oh, well, you have to pay for it first. I was actually going to ask um, about the flowers, the glove, and the little glass bottle. Can you tell me anything about them? Oh, yes, of course. And she holds up the these dried flowers. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, well, these have uh, some magical capability. If you uh, pluck and eat one of the flowers, uh, they give you random occurrences. Huh. I like that. Great. Um, okay, tell me about the other two. Well, this glove, it makes things a bit sneakier. You, you might be able to uh, nick some things that you might not otherwise be able to without people's hmm. noticing. Okay. Like that too. And uh and this clear liquid it is a potion of invulnerability. Hmm. Brian just yells out how much for the vial. <laughs> oh, for this. Well, that would uh that would be I would say about 40 gold. <laughs> 40 um, great. Uh, and how much for the other two? Well, these dried flowers can give some wonderful effects, so I would say 20 for the for the flowers okay. and 18 for the glove. Okay. Oh, man, they're all so cool. I'm sorry, we didn't get your name. Oh, yes. My name is Jan. Hi, Jan. Hi, Jan. Hi. Does Jan, does Jan feel like... She's on the up and up. Does she does everything seem like it's above board here? Uh roll an insight check. Natural twenty. For a grand total of twenty-six. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that a lot of the passersby seem to be kind of avoiding the stall. Seems like it might be a little bit off. Okay. It it could also just be because the stuff that she's selling is kind of weird. Like, who wants to buy a dead mummified mouse? Sure. Alright, Jan. And then we don't have a whole lot of money. Mm. Kind of new to this whole, like, 
adventure gig. Right. I'm looking for some tools, some like to repair some stuff. Hmm. But man, those those flowers in that glove are really nifty. They are. Would you like to strike a deal? Hmm. What kind of deal are we talking? I have this amazing. It's so cute. And she's going to pull out little Gus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was given to me by a wizard. And he said it can do some really cool stuff. Um, probably cooler than the glove. Honestly, it's like a, it's a little like, mm, I don't know, higher power than that. But take a look at it and tell me what you think. Well, let me take a look. And she kind of takes it and flips it over in her hands. Hmm. Well, this is quite an interesting puppet, I must say. But and I've been told it can be pretty powerful. Hmm. It does seem to, though, be in a bit of a state of disrepair. Well, nothing a little bit of, you know, stitching couldn't help. Unfortunately, I don't quite work on the bartering system. I'm really more no. of a cold heart. Even just like kind of a gal. swap for swap? Just one item, not even both. Victoria, no, I can, no. I, I, I can lend you some gold. Like if you, really? I mean, yeah. Wow, that's so sweet of you, Cecil. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, mean like, little, uh, I was gonna buy the flowers for myself, but like, if you want to buy the flowers for me, what's happening? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. How much? How much are they? Am I deaf? My- okay, so I know, like, I I know you also, like, take stuff, too. Um, but the flowers would be really cool because they give us, like, certain abilities. Oh, shit, really? So, yeah. Are you trying to... Like, I don't know, man. Let's get freaky. Like, Okay, let's- I like... I- <laughs> <laughs> I, I grab my entire my entire coin purse and I sh- I, I throw it I, I I throw it. She takes them. Well, this uh, this will do nice. And I will buy the glove. The glove. Hmm, yes. Hmm. Well, um, let me see. And she takes the she takes the eighteen from you and she says, "Okay, mm-hmm. well, let me go and uh, add it to my to my stock in the back, and I will uh, I'll be right back with you." And she, but we get to take the items, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She turns and makes her way uh, into the back. Great. Victoria is gonna walk over to uh, James and go here. This is for you. Thanks. Thanks, Victoria. Brian just under his breath goes, "Okay, I wanted the vial." <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was really expensive, though. No, I I know that's why I'm not buying it. Wait, but put the glove on. Everyone roll a perception yeah. check. Put the glove okay. on. Oh no. I don't like where that's at. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's an 11. Good that's an Addy one. I rolled a 19. Okay. James, uh, you hear a door closing in the back of the shop. And it's situated next to this alleyway, and you hear footsteps running down the alley. Only, But only James hears it. <laughs> I mean, unless he says something. Uh, 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 she opened so the. Uh, she, I heard the door open at the back of the stall. She's taken off down the alley. I heard footsteps going. <gasps> Bitch! And Victoria's gonna take off running. You guys turn the corner. You see this woman just booking it down the alley. I'm running Brian, after her. Brian, wait, are the objects still like on the front of the shop shelf there? Yeah. Okay, Brian yeah. grabs all of the rest anything. of the objects and puts them in his bag. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, everyone roll initiative. 
great. What are we doing? all that shit. What are we doing? I got that vial of invulnerability. What else did I get? It doesn't do anything. It's I wanted it. We got swindled. I wanted so bad. I didn't get swindled. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> She's not wrong. Um, okay, so wait, what did everyone roll? 14. 17. Ooh. Uh, 14. Athlete. I'm telling you. At 18. Yeah, so Brian, you round the corner and see this woman booking it, and she turns a corner. Uh, she goes to the right. Okay, I run, I run after her. Okay, yeah, you, uh, you run down and you see, uh, you make it to the midway point and you see her and she's probably about 20 feet down there at this point. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep, I'm gonna be continuing running for the rest of this turn. Okay. Um, Cecil, that's your turn. Cool. Um, I'm gonna take the ball from my raccoon friend and I'm gonna kind of like give him a little running start. I'm gonna say, go get her. Um, (laughs) and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab some dirt and I'm gonna throw it up my nose. (laughs) And uh, once again, Cecil turns into a panther. Ah, oh, yes. And I am going to try and... Um, could I hop on top of a roof? Yeah, you can scramble up on a roof. Cool. I'm going to scramble up on a roof to try and cut her off. Make an, make an athletics check. Okay. 17. Also, I also yeah, have yeah. Uh, a 40-foot climb speed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you leap on top of this of this stall and scramble your way up onto a building uh, and you are running after her. As you get up there, you do see another figure that seems to be running along the top as well. What, what does this figure look like? From what you can see, he seems to, uh, they, they seem to be wearing a jacket um, and Robin they, uh, has kind of scruffy black hair, but you can only see them from the back, but they seem to be running along the same way that you are. Okay, then I'm going to spend the rest, the, the next 35 feet to sprint along the roof and try okay. to head. I'm a quick, I'm okay. a quick boy. <laughs> yeah, you're a, you're you're kind of close to where Brian is, mm-hmm. but on the roof. Okay. Okay, and that is Jan's turn, and she's going to continue running down the alleyway. Uh, and as she does, Cecil, you see this figure r- running along the rooftop as well. James, that's your turn. Uh, I'm gonna, I I guess I'm gonna follow Brian. Okay, yep. You run down and come up next to Brian and see this old lady just booking it down this alleyway. Victoria, that's you. I'm gonna use Long Strider. Okay. And I'm gonna use my full movement, which is now uh, 40 feet, and I'm gonna dash to get up to her. Cool. So you, you make it down the alleyway and you're, you're like, you're about 20 feet further ahead than... Uh, Brian and James, but this woman is still ahead of you. Alright, Brian, you're up. <sighs> you know, if I had any spell slots left, this would be a whole different game, but it's not, right? So, I'm just gonna continue dashing as hard as I possibly can. Yeah, you run up and you're close, but not quite there. Uh, Cecil, you're up. Okay, with my movement and a dash action, I have 100 feet of movement. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like I could probably reach her. Um, it's a cute feeling. Yeah, I'd I'd say you can you can get close. Um, make an athletics check if you want to try and jump down on it. Okay. Where are the puppies when you need them? <laughs> they took off down the alley too. Other alley. 
It's a uh, okay. It's actually better than uh, eighteen. Okay, yeah, you uh, you jump down and land right on top of this woman. Okay. <gasps> yes. Uh, oh, where did this panther come from? <laughs> um, and she is going to try and smack you across the face and get you off of her. She ever tried to punch a panther? That's <laughs> just... on a boxing glove. Panther punch. Watch out. So yeah, totally misses. But then as as she tries to punch you, you hear this behind you as this figure that you saw on the roof jump down beside you and go, whoa, hey, 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 hey. Everyone calm down. What's going on here? I'm going to straddle the woman um, and I'm, I'm going to like basically aim myself towards the, the stranger with a grimace. Whoa, hey, Teeth hey, 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 hey. I take... Calm down. Are you, a- are you after this one too? <laughs> I was told I was the only one on this job. You guys better back off. Um, Brian, have we caught up by this point? Yeah, are we there? Yeah, you, you guys, you guys are now out of contact. Okay, great. Uh, Brian takes his butterfly net and puts the guy from the roof in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, rolling, oh rolling attack. That's amazing. <laughs> it's a natural twenty. Ah! <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh. You bound up this guy. Whoa, hey, what? what is wrong with you people? Get off. At this point, Victoria has her pistol pulled and she's just what holding it. What the heck is going on? Has my raccoon showed up? <laughs> yes, your, your, raccoon is, your raccoon is panting behind. I'm going to like motion for the for the raccoon to hop on my back. <laughs> this raccoon is standing proudly atop this panther. Raccoon <laughs> does fuck all, but it still shows up. <laughs> Is standing atop this panther proudly. <laughs> At this point, still still aimed on like going back and forth between the woman and this dude. I'm gonna Victoria's gonna go up and try to get our money. Uh, back. Okay, roll an investigation check with advantage. Okay, I put a guy in that. You did it. <laughs> it happened. I finally Figure did out. it. Way to go. There are panthers and butterfly <laughs> nets and raccoons with a natural twenty. No yeah. less. Good luck. It's lord. like it just 22. like sails over his. Head. Okay, yeah, you you find your money. Thank you. Um, is there any extra? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's 18 back for me. Get this net <laughs> off of me. What is your problem? Who are you? Why do we care? Well, um, I'm certified by the guild. So that's one thing. What guild? <laughs> Cecil turns back into a human. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Um, so yeah, now Cecil... Transforms back into a human, sitting, straddling this old woman that's laying on the ground. Okay. Um, with a raccoon, raccoon on his shoulders. shoulders. Yes, with it's a such an image. Of course, of course. I'm with the Bounty Hunters Guild. Bounty Hunters? Brian is standing on the handle of the butterfly net on the ground that's over the guy's head and just says, what's the certification process? Because it seems like we could do it. There's a rigorous certification process, which... Obviously, you are not certified for, whereas I have the right for Brian this- Brian laughs and says, oh, so you're just out of practice. Got it. Well, I wasn't expecting other people to ruin my job, and he, you see him circle, you see him shuffle How around in the net. we ruin it? I'm pretty sure we did your job for you, um, uh, and we were just no. trying to get our money back, so- I was tracing this this target- for quite some time now, and then you you just blundered into Great. this. Great. Well, you have her now. You found her. Good job. You can take her. We'll leave. Well, I will if you guys let me go. Uh, 
Brian uh, Brian no. says, what's in it for us? Yeah. Um, you need, like, help with anything? Are you... Yeah, money. I'm not going to give you money. Well, well I'm so sorry. How bad do you want out of the net? We need information. This is and a- at this point, now Victoria's got the, the pistol aimed at him. What is... Are you, are you just trying to rob me now? No, we want to know what your deal is. I'm part of the Bounty Hunters Guild. I was, What's your name? My name's Trent. My name's Trent. Trent. Hmm. Did anybody else just hear him stutter on his own name? I don't trust this guy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> is, it a, is it a real name? It's a is fake it a- name. <laughs> It's Thank a real name. Me. Listen, it's a very real name. I, my my real name is Trent. Trent, we need information. Well, uh, I'm sure the head of the guild could probably help you with that. Well, why can't you? Do you like not know anything? Yeah, like why can't you just I mean, give I'm, us some info? Well, what info do you need? Well, f- to start out, um, why did you spend so much time tracing this target? Hmm. Because I've been tracking her. No, right, that's very clear. For what? Why? What reason? <laughs> yeah. Because she has a bounty on her head. Hold on. Oh, how on, much is the on. bounty? Because our panther just caught her, which I'm pretty sure it's mine. I have it. I'm certified to get this. Well, then, how about this? In exchange for letting you go on your way, like, you know, we won't do anything more. We'll give you her. Just give us some info and a little bit of the cut. Well, what info are you looking for? We are tracking a couple of lowlifes ourselves. We don't know. We never asked Mr. Wifflepuff his last name. Do you know someone by the name of Frederick? I know a lot of Fredericks. There's the guy that shovels the mud in front of my door on Tuesdays and Fridays. Oh, so everyone knows this guy. <laughs> what does he look like? The the mud shoveler. Uh, he's got some long, greasy black hair. No, Pretty that's old not guy. Him. Do you know of a younger than middle-aged, like, super attractive, long, red-haired woman named The Hand? Hmm. So that's, like, kind of, like, the title she goes by, but I'm sure she has, like, another name. Uh, I feel like I've heard the name before. Um, I think the boss might have talked about her once or twice. But okay, okay, now, know. see, we're getting somewhere. Could you take us to your boss? If you let me out of this freaking net. And then one last thing before we let you out. Um, how much was the bounty on this woman? Oh, I don't Something like 200 gold. Great. So you're going to give us 50. Mm. It's not half. And we did most of the job for you. Most? All? 40. 50. 40. 50. 40. 60. 40. 70. 30. Brian just grabs the edge of the net in the middle and pushes it toward, like, closer towards the ground. So this guy... 50! 50! 50! 50! Fine! Awesome. 50! Cool. Great. We're good. Cool. Um, as you let go, let him go out of this net, he takes this chain that he has on his belt and elbows Cecil off of this woman and ties her up with it. And as it touches her, as it touches her skin, she starts to yeah. Shifts. Freaking changelings are always the freaking worst. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. What did you say? Changelings? Did you say changelings? Like like fairies? No, just people that can change into other people. So they're not like fairy like what did what did you just use on her? Chain made of silver works on shapeshifters. It's made of silver, exactly. Let's fairies. Okay. That's awesome. And she's like writing this down in her journal. Alright. 
Uh, Cecil, Cecil goes over and kind of like elbows him back. <clears throat> so, as the kind of de facto leader of our group, um, Brian just stares. He points. He points at Victoria. She was on the point of the gun at me and uh, and made me give her the money and information. I mean, and I I toss the the twenty gold back to Cecil. Catch it with that he spent on the flowers. I try to catch it with one hand. Um, <laughs> they just scatter. Roll a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> uh, six. <laughs> yeah, it skitters all over the place, and your raccoon immediately skitters down from your uh, from your elbow, from your shoulder, and just starts picking up the gold. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> just chewing on it. There. Brian leans over to Victoria and just whispers, "Impeccable timing." <laughs> Is a couple of uh. You seemed pretty okay. whipped by her. She asked you to buy some flowers, and you gave her as much gold as you wanted. <clears throat> I'm gonna ignore that you said that. <laughs> I mean, he was being nice. He was just buying me flowers. Nah, he was definitely whipped. I'm gonna pick up my raccoon, and I'm just gonna be quiet. <laughs> I'm gonna hold right. my raccoon like a baby. So Trent walks along with you as he leads the way. You can see on the back of his jacket there seems to be this. Uh, I guess logo would be the best way to put it. Um, is it a Thunderbird? It seems like a pair of wings. <laughs> it's an Adidas Ooh, logo. It's a T-Bird. They're, they're the T-Birds. <laughs> oh, that would have been so much better. Why was it? Why didn't I think? Of that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, there's. It's like this pair of wings that seem to be uh, engulfed in like these circles of flames. Ooh. Um, and he he makes his way down the street and takes a few turns, leading you along the way. Um. And he stands outside of this, what appears to be like a warehouse, um, kind of in like the shape of a big U. Uh, and it's pretty, it's pretty close to the castle from where you can see, like the end of the U seems to be pointed straight at the castle. Um, and as he walks in, uh, he gives a nod to this older guy with this black greasy hair. He's like, hey, Frederick. And he's sho- got shoveled mud outside. Uh, hey, Trent. Oh. <laughs> uh, and he making his way <laughs> along um and he opens the door into this guild hall and it's filled with all sorts of unsavory looking characters sitting at these Great. tables uh strikes you a lot as what almost like a sports bar uh or like a like a biker bar kind of thing um, okay and some of them are like looking at job posters with uh these wanted posters on the wall others are drinking at tables uh and the rest are kind of giving your party the side eyes you're walking in victoria like fixes her leather jacket and like walks a little bit taller and like tries to like you know do like the like resting bitch face roll intimidation check great okay not that great it's a 10 as you as you adjust um the you try to like zip up your jacket but it does the thing where like the zipper goes off the line. You kind of. I was just trying to fix it. I wasn't trying to. It's fine. fine. And she undoes it and it's like, whatever, and flips her hair. <laughs> you make your way through, and it's like pretty cold stone floor kind of uh, area on this first level. And he leads you upstairs, and there are just these hallways that are lined with doors. You can assume to probably be sleeping sleeping quarters. Um, and he takes you to the end of the hall. And opens these doors, and there's a large space that's filled with tables uh, that are covered in paper, and there are weapons that line the wall. And on the other side of the room is a desk with a large window behind it that perfectly frames the castle. And at the desk sits the coolest looking guy you've ever seen. 
He looks like he's probably in like his mid twenties, um, and he's got like this slicked back silver hair that's like tied in a ponytail uh, on the end. He has this long scar that's like running down the side of his cheek, um, and he's wearing an even more badass leather jacket than Trent is, and he has the, the like spikes on the shoulders. And mm-hmm. as he turns at his table, you can see that he's wearing sunglasses inside. Oh my god! And he pulls out. He's a, so cool. Pulls out a cigarette and lights it. Trent, who the hell are these people? He's oh, uh, hey, hey, boss. Um, these uh, these kids kind of sort of lent me a hand on my last job, and uh, they were looking for some information. So uh, I told them they uh, they could. Come and speak to you. The boss kind of nods his head. My name's Tanner. What can I do for you? First off, quick question. Does Victoria look at all impressed by this person? Roll an insight insight check. check. 14. This is great. She, she is impressed. Yeah. She's not, she's not eyeing him. There's like a slight eyebrow raise, kind of. She's like, I like your, I like your style. Is there, is there a chair like opposite him? <laughs> yes, there's one chair opposite him. I'm gonna immediately sit in that chair. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna cross my leg and I'm gonna lean back and I'm gonna take out a little bit of, a little bit of corn and <laughs> just kind of hold it for my raccoon to kind of eat out of my hand. Yeah, we're needing some information, Tanner. This raccoon skitters down and nibbles from your hand as you're eating. Ah, oh, so, uh, so you're the leader of the group, are you? Something like that. <laughs> well, you mean, you, you did sit in the chair. Fuck. I know how these things go down. Okay. Brian is having an inner crisis on whether or not to let Cecil look like the leader for appearances or actually say out loud that Victoria's the leader. <laughs> so Brian is just standing in the corner with his hood up and his hands in his pocket. <laughs> the and drawstrings are darting. Drawn. Yeah, 100%. Like, you can only basically see the outline of his face in this hood. And he is just staring at Victoria, trying to decide how pissed she is before he decides if he's going to speak up at all. She is, she is pissed. She just laughed and she's standing there with her arms crossed, just mean okay, Megan so- Cecil. <laughs> Cecil's playing a godfather with a raccoon. 100% is. Brian puts his hood down slowly and decides that he's going to play the role of, like, (laughs) team FBI agent. And so, like, puts his fingers to his ear as if there's a deer butt in it (laughs) and walks up to Victoria (laughs) and just says, hey, boss, I got the news. And then stands back (laughs) against the wall and then puts his hood back up. Victoria knows what she's doing and she just nods. Gives Brian a knowing look, and then stares back at Tanner. So wait, who who who's the boss here? I can't quite tell. I mean, you sat in the you you, you sat in the chair, but she was the one that that guy went and talked to. So what? Victoria Hightower, nice to meet you. Tanner Whitlock. Tanner Whitlock, we uh helped your friend Trent out here. Did most of the work for him. Tanner is just completely ignoring Cecil now at this point. Good. A leader doesn't need to sit down in order to be considered the leader. And so she just sits there. She, she's standing. She's still got her arms crossed. She's and she's, so, so we helped your friend Trent out here, which is shocking considering we're brand new here and he's apparently trained. Anyway, he uh, brought us here because we helped him out. And we were wondering if maybe you could return the favor. What kind of favor are we talking? Information. 
I mean, you guys seem to have your uh, ears to the ground, so maybe you would know something about the person we're looking for. Who might this person be? The hand. As you say this, you can see his eyebrows raise over his sunglasses, so they're actually in view now. Are they well-kept eyebrows? Oh, absolutely. Incredibly, incredibly Good. well-trimmed. Good. And he, Good, I trust he him. leans really far back and takes a huge drag of his cigarette. So we're not from here, and, uh, well, let's just say the hand um, has something we need to destroy. She's uh, got a leg up on us and pulled a fast one over our eyes, and we need to find her. The hand is uh, not someone to be messed with. Mm, clearly. I can give you some information, but... Uh... She just looks at Cecil and is like, motions for him to get out of the chair. The raccoon bears its fangs at you. <laughs> No, I, 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 no, I, I pick up, I pick up my raccoon, and I just stand, and take a few steps over. Great, Victoria sits, pulls a chair up, sits down, and then looks back at Cecil and goes, "Want to take some notes? We're on a case." Put my raccoon on my shoulder and I take up my notebook. Great, <laughs> great. Just an absolute bullying session. <laughs> like I said, this uh, will be a pretty big risk I'm taking here. Of course. Bit too big of a risk to take for catching some low-level changeling. Understand. But you hear the door close outside as Trent <laughs> leaves the room with the changeling. Mm. Um, mm. And he still owes us 50 gold, by the way. Oh, well, well, here. And he pulls out a gold pouch and flicks you 50 gold. Great. Um. So that's... 12 gold for two of us and 13 gold for two of us. I'll take 12. I'll take 12. All right, I'll take 13. <laughs> oh, I should have just never introduced gold. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there's uh, something in that castle. All right. It's a bit of a challenge to get inside. Not exactly the most hospitable of places. Who lives in the castle? As you ask this question, you hear this rumbling throughout the room, and you can see that it's going throughout the town. And you look past Tanner, and he turns and just points his finger, and you see this enormous silver dragon rise up from the castle and start to fly over the building and out of sight. Does that answer your question? James does a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> we would expect nothing less. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, that's new. Although, um, actually, it seems like it's been there for a while, so therefore pretty old. Mm-hmm. Sure, Brian. Your tall, lanky friend would be correct. Um, it actually has a bit to do with the town itself. The town used to be built around the castle. Um, there was some old king that used to live here, but after a while he died, and uh, that dragon took over and uh, started to, as dragons tend to do, hoard a bunch of wealth uh, up in that castle. And um, naturally, adventurers and bounty hunters started to arrive in town to try and rob the place blind. Brian visibly gets grumpy and mutters something about the hobbit under his breath. Oh my god. 
What was that? Nothing. It's personal. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as you can assume, a lot of bounty hunters died trying to steal from that thing, but a lot kind of started to settle down. Doesn't really bother us that much. Doesn't really come and raise the town or anything. It just kind of lives up in the castle. But as such, town mostly just became a place for bounty hunters. At this point, I run the town. Has there been any communication with the dragon? Any sort of. You ever tried talking with a dragon? Haven't had the chance. Brian mutters something about Benedict Cumberbatch under his breath. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Nothing, it's personal. <laughs> Sorry, uh, personal <laughs> vendettas against dragons, um, you know, family. Yeah, it's kind of common. Long history. Mm. Yeah. So, what is it exactly that you want? Well, there's something up in the tower. Up in that, he points up, there's that, there's a tower that kind of seems to rise a bit higher than all the mm-hmm. other. Would you say it's a high tower? It's a pretty high tower. <laughs> James does another spit take. <laughs> There's just a little puddle underneath um. him. <laughs> I'm drowning at this point. It's just gathering. <laughs> it's a uh, it's an item that's guarded pretty well by the dragon. Seems to be uh, pretty important to it. We don't quite know exactly what it is, but we know that it's up in that tower. We know because that dragon seems to every time it comes back always stops at that tower. Do you have any idea of the dimensions of this thing? Is it sort of like a is it a larger object? Can it fit in a pocket? I mean I've I've never really been in the tower, so So you you just want to know what's in the tower and possibly for us to obtain it. Yes, sure. Okay. Who was the last person to um, enter the, to enter the uh the castle? Mm, or mm. try? Uh, it was probably actually Frederick when he went to shovel the mud out there. <laughs> He Fred, came back. Frederick shovels the mud. We just saw him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know he's been around. So he survived. That's a good sign. Is he the closest person, or is he he's the person who's been able to get the closest to the tower? In um, live, yeah. I mean, he just kind of shoveled the mud out of there. Brian leans leans over to James and goes, "We're gonna need a shovel." <laughs> 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 All right. So obviously, the next thing we'd probably need is. Um, Considering you guys live here and are used to the comings and goings of the dragon, if you have a particular schedule that you know it follows, when it leaves, when it returns. Its schedule is pretty regular. It'll usually go out for about a day, day and a half or so. So I'd say you probably have. A day, a day and a half or so. (laughs) Six hours. Yeah. He gives you a sharp look. I don't want to hear anything from the note boy over there. I'm sorry, Tanner, but my colleague here is, uh, he's one of us, and he's allowed to speak on my behalf. I'd just say, uh, leaders should probably keep a better grasp on followers. I may be a leader, but, uh, we all collaborate here in this group. We're all equal. Don't know if you guys can say the same here. Well, no, because I have the biggest office. Just because you have the biggest office, you know, doesn't mean you have... Biggest dick. Say it. Never mind. Say it. I have a huge dick. I have a huge dick. My dick is huge. I would just... Ten uh, inches, I would be careful about that, Tanner, you know. Some people's, uh, I don't know, some people may want that eventually. 
The the ten inch dick or what? Want my dick? Anyway, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, the power, the leadership. <laughs> the 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 Victoria crumbles to the ground. You're just being way too. I mean, you're being way too vague. It's just kind of going all over the place <clears throat> at this point. Well, um, so here's the deal. We obviously um, can conduct our business and do this job. And you said you have information on the hand for us. Yes, I do. Okay. You have a deal. And she reaches her hand and over the desk and shakes his hand. All right. Cool. He nods, lights another cigarette, readjusts his sunglasses, and takes a very cool pose sitting behind the desk. I gotta get some sunglasses. Pick up my raccoon and I, and I follow Victoria out. As we walk down, do we see Trent? Uh, yeah, you you see Trent um, over at the the bar, kind of collecting his his earnings from the job. So about that fifty that you owe us, she extends a hand. He hands you fifty gold. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, he does. Jokes on you! I'm barely gonna give you opportunities to use it. It's for personal pride, Riley. Well, we'll see about that. For hookers and blow. I'm gonna sit next to, to Trent. <laughs> sit next to him? What the fuck do you want? Do you have aspirations, Trent, for, you know, leadership? How do you feel about yeah. management? <laughs> what? Pro- you probably, you know, your resume probably looks pretty good, so if you were to, I don't know, hypothetically become, you know, leader of the guild, you'd have the qualifications. Well, me? No, not at all. Dan has been in this job for years. Don't sell yourself short, man. I see I see the potential. I mean, yeah, like look, the four of us caught, you know, changeling chick, but that's just because there were the four of us and I'm a fucking panther, so, you know. That's true. I mean, yeah, that's fair. The panther thing was pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, don't sell yourself short. If if it were just you, you would have done it all by yourself. I believe in you, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, you've got you've got the world ahead of you. You've got a world of opportunity. Yeah. And any chance you get to uh, shit on Tanner's desk, please do it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Cool. He turns and immediately goes to this old, this like bigger looking guy that's sitting next to the job board. He goes, you know what? I want a raise. No, I deserve a raise. And he gets punched right across the face. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, ow. Oh, 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 God. And he's in a heap on the floor right now. Don't stop applying yourself, Trent. I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> if no. at first you don't succeed, try, try again. So, I will. You know, that's I'll what my parents again. always say. Okay. What time of day is it at this point? At this point, it's probably about six or so in the evening. Okay, okay, good. So, Trent, you guys don't let us, like, sleep here, right? Like, we gotta go find no, another... No, no, you have to be a guild member. No. All right, man. Is there somewhere else to stay in town, maybe? That's trustworthy and not run by weird, freaky old women who are going to rip us off. No, it's a pretty, pretty bad town all around. But I mean, if you had like something that was with you that you could sleep in, that would probably be a pretty dope idea. But I mean, Mm, like, like I don't have something like that. So that'd just be. Okay. Hey, man, come here. Come here. Come here. I'm going to pat his arms. He hobbles towards you. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Aww. Aww. Ah, thanks. Thanks, man. You gotta learn how to take a punch. I guess so. Yeah. Well, shall we? 
Alright, see you later, Trent. Bye, man. <laughs> I, 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 I teach him how to do like a little like little fist bump. Oh wait, so so wait, it's it's down and then up? Or down and then up. Down, up, and then and then like a punch? Yeah, and then we like like tap but like, but like punch the fist, not punch you. No, no, no! Don't punch me, please. Okay, uh, down, up, fist bump. Uh, okay, yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah, got it. Dope. Later, bro. Later. Come on, raccoon. Come here. <laughs> thing is, the thing is nibbling a thing of moldy cheese in the corner. Oh, uh, can I can, can I buy like a little block of cheese from the bartender to give? Yeah, sure. Sweet. Here you go, buddy. Okay, so did you come from, are you, like, from one of those families that, like, didn't let you watch Disney growing up because of, like, like magic and stuff? Uh, I mean, like, yes and, like, yes and no. I mean, like, I have seen all of it. Okay. Because, like. Oh, okay. Because, like, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad, I'm a bad boy and I rebelled against my parents and watched Disney movies. Gotcha. Um, so, Miko. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Little absolutely. Friend. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Miko. Miko's a good cool. one. Um, and she just like walks out of the, the guild warehouse. Cool. Um, you see Frederick out there shoveling mud. Oh, hey. Hey, we heard that you've gotten like super close to the dragon and stuff, uh, shoveling uh, mud, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, mean, I didn't get close to the dragon. Just, just the castle itself. Just the castle. Were just you, were castle. you like inside the castle walls shoveling oh, or on no, the outside? No. Okay. Two big walls for me. It's scary in there. Okay. Just great. Inside the wall. Good for you. That's hey. that's great. Nice to see you. I mean, bye. There, there was some. Okay, bye. Oh wait, wait, wait. What? Oh wait, huh? What? What? You you, you mean, said something. You were about wait, to say that, something. Did you? I thought you no. said something. No, oh. I, I was, I was, wait, but, I was like, that's great. Oh, okay, but then I, oh, but you said great, and that made me think of great, because mm. there, I, when I was close, there, I was like having to shovel the, the mud into the grates, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, there's, I mean, there is like the. Wait, are you trying to like get inside the castle? No. 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 I mean, just like we're new here, and it's like it's like so cool and like gothic, and we just like I mean, wanted to go check it out without getting burnt by the dragon. Oh, yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, when I was close to the castle, there were a bunch of grates around. I would assume probably, like, the sewer system for the city is probably connected to the castle. Hmm. So, like, if you ever wanted to get inside the castle, you could maybe, like, try that. I don't know. I'm just the mud shoveler. Well, you're a mighty fine one. Thanks. I shovel a lot of mud. It's a noble profession. Well... I guess I gotta go finish up shoveling mud on this alleyway down here. Great. Great. Have fun. Thanks for the okay. thanks for the thing about the grates and the sewers. Oh, That's helpful. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we literally just pull Victoria away from the man so she doesn't have to say <laughs> bye anymore. Is there still enough light outside that it's not getting like too dark? You got like 30 more minutes of some of light, I guess. Great. I mean, I want to go look at the castle. I don't know about you guys. I mean, if we're going to go just for, let's like briefly, like case the place, walk around, that sort of deal. I personally would really like to get some sleep before we go anywhere near something that was just described to us as a pretty bad town. Um, I just, you know, I would feel personally safer. I mean, we have like 30 more minutes of like sun. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I just, I personally, I feel like my abilities are, are less 
than they would otherwise be if I <laughs> slept a little. <laughs> that would make me feel how more insightful comfortable. Of you, Brian. I just I'm all about my own personal health, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's big into self care. Before they walked out, is there a chance Victoria could grab someone and and ask about like a general store or like uh, somewhere to buy tools? Are you trying to get the tools that I that we talked about? Yes. Those tools are going to be in the van. Oh, they are, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yep. Okay, cool. I'd like to get some tools. There's a there's a general store yes. that's right on the edge of town <laughs> that you guys stop at. Does it have an old woman manning the store who says that there are things that there are not? No, there's like this pretty grumpy, younger looking woman, kind of scraggly brown hair going down her back um, and squints at you. Oh God, what do you want? Real quick, sorry. Um, Do you have anything called a healing potion? What the fuck do I look like, an alchemist? No. Nope, okay, never mind. Up to you, Cecil. You have an herbalism kit? Something to, like, I don't know, store herbs? Uh, kits are down that aisle. Cool. And you you go and see kits lining the wall, and at the end of the shelf, uh, you, you see an actual kit as a cat looks at you. Oh, hi! What's your name? It's Milo. My- Oh, hi, buddy. Hi, Milo. How you doing? <laughs> Sorry, you, you freaked me out for a second. I can usually so, talk to you guys. So begrudgingly. Oh, it's, it's, it's fair. I, it's rare that I meet a fellow animal speaker. Uh, no, it's rare that I speak to animals. It's only like a recent thing, so. Oh, that's understandable. Do you like your life here? Well, I mean, it could be better, but it certainly could be worse as well. Nice. Achoo! Uh, Cecil's allergic to cats, and he turns into, uh... A King Charles Cavalier. Oh. You guys just hear a tug and a cat yelling at each other. Flops up its tail. <laughs> you guys look down the aisle and you see this dog and cat that are just... The, the King Charles has a little bit of a tuft of orange fur around its neck. And Victoria like walks up. She's like, shit, which one is which? As you walk up, Victoria, the cat immediately comes and starts to rub against your ankles. Gotcha. <laughs> Hi. I, I sit and I put a paw up to shake. Oh, maybe that's Cecil. <laughs> As you do this, the cat looks up at you and holds up its paw. Oh, shit. Uh, I'll, sh- I'll, I'll pet its little head and shake its little hand. Uh, James, Brian. Gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. like, flop over to, uh, to James and Brian and just sit and, and look adorable. Victoria's gonna pick up the cat. Uh, I don't know which is which. So you figured that it was best if you decided to rub your hands all over one of them? Ooh. And she puts down the cat. <laughs> gingerly, gingerly, gingerly. I mean, uh, I, one is Cecil, I don't know. Victoria but maybe we should always look for the ascot. Does she, f- I'm gonna see if she notices. You notice that the dog has like this kind of tuft of orange fur around yeah. its neck, um, and the cat is wearing an orange ascot. Son oh of my bitch. god! <laughs> See the dilemma. Uh, Miko is probably still about. I actually don't know how long that thing yeah. lasts. Now this this raccoon comes bounding up and just starts like tumbling with with you. Cecil. I just I'm yeah okay. I'm wrestling with Miko. Okay, 
Okay. Okay. Either either the raccoon just likes dogs or what if we'll just leave. We'll see which one follows us. Hang on. And then reaches into Cecil's backpack and pulls out a baseball and just rolls it along the shop floor just to see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to chase after in the most adorable <laughs> the way. The jumps out of the way. I'm chase after the okay. baseball. jumps out of it. Most definitely. We came here to for Cecil to buy something. And yet we got this much better interaction. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> the magic of dungeon mastering. Achoo! Uh, hey, guys. All right. I'll like Victoria pets the head of the cat a couple more times. All right, we're going to have to leave because, I mean, if I sneeze again, I think I'm just going to get real tired. Cecil, you, you buy this herbalism kit. And as you walk out, Milo stares at you, says, I will win next time. <laughs> it turns and pats its way down the aisle. Okay, well, I guess we're going back to the van then. Yeah, Brian's gonna um, be walking towards the van a little bit faster than everyone else, but just kind of, he's not picking up his feet. He's like scuffing them and walking as fast as he can towards the van. He's got his arms crossed and his head down in his hood. And all you can hear is just the muttering of like, I t- promised my dad I would never go find a dragon. I promised him and now I have to go find a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> towards the van. Do we hear this? Everyone roll a perception check. <laughs> oh, Defsy, hear my prayer. Uh, 17. 13. Well, I, I rolled a two, so there's a chance that all of you hear it. Oh, yeah. Everybody hears I this. told my dad that not... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everyone on the side of the street is just like, what is, what is that kid yelling? What is... What the heck? Victoria's gonna uh, walk along with James. So, like, the glove probably doesn't do anything, right? No, but I still like it. It's a thought that counts. Yeah, I mean, you're welcome. It looks pretty damn cool, too. It's a dusty, fingerless leather glove. I mean, come on. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's a le- disembodied least... voice above us, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you could, you know, like, you use, like, your bow and arrow and everything, and it could just turn into, like, cool part of your ensemble. Yeah, maybe it'll stay with me when we, you know, go back. Yeah, sure. Do you really want to go back? You don't? There's some cool stuff here, you know? Yeah. Like, like dragons, like, oh my god, and like... Anyway, um, cool. Good talk. Good talk. As you guys finish up this conversation, you guys make it back to the van. Um, if there's anything you guys would like to do before you take your long rest. Victoria's gonna search the van, specifically the glove box or any other compartments she can find. And she's gonna look for some tools. Yeah, as you poke through, you can see that um, in the back, there's a drawer that the automotive club seem to have left kind of some of their tools in. Great. So she's going to grab that, puts her hair up in a messy bun, and she plops herself down, and she gets her shotgun out, and she starts, and she starts tinkering. Okay. Roll an intelligence check. Okay. Oof. Oh, nice. 20. Okay. Um, you can see that there are some specific things that are missing from this, from, like, this shotgun. Mm-hmm. They're, like, the trigger... Seems to be really corroded and rusted. Okay. The stock uh, is pretty chipped and messed up. Uh, the wood is kind of rotting a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
um, and you can see that the the barrel is really chipped on the inside, so that if you tried to fire something out of it, it would probably get stuck. Okay. The trigger you can probably you with a lot of work you can probably get it de-rusted. She would take out her little. She's got like a little like care and makeup kit. Mm-hmm. And so she'd have like a teeny tiny little toothbrush and toothpaste in there. And so she's going to like put the toothpaste because it's baking soda base. She's going to yeah put that on there and like start cleaning it. Okay. You can probably clean, get that cleaned with a, with a few evenings of working on that. Oh, uh, okay. But the barrel and the stock, mm-hmm. you're probably going to have to find replacements for. Gotcha. In, in the van adjacent to this business, Cecil is going to take out his herbalism kit and his his milk. Of course. And I think Wait, the milk that had an eye in it? Yeah. Yeah, well I've got I've got my jackalware eye goat milk and then I've got my acid fish goat milk. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to try and do a couple of experiments. I'm I I'm I'm new to the whole idea of potions, but I've seen a couple and I'm trying to see if there's any way shape or form I could make something out of these. That's not just things meshed together okay okay I'm trying to use my my ap kim knowledge <laughs> yeah are you like trying <laughs> to combine these or are you trying to like figure out what you could possibly make from yeah i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try and see what i could make out of these ingredients okay roll an intelligence check okay well that's good that i had okay that's uh 22 yeah you tinker with these things using what you kind of know about them the test that you took with the fish what you can tell from fighting the jackalwares and from what Frederick told you about them, you can kind of conclude that if you worked with these and kind of figured a way to combine them, you could probably create some sort of concoction that would allow you to see into other planes when you're asleep. Interesting. I'm going to jot that down in my notes. Um, also, yeah. I'm going to see that Victoria's taken out like all of her makeup stuff. Uh... Av, um, sorry. Am, am I interrupting something, or you're working on a lot of stuff there? That's pretty cool. Um, um, I mean, I've gotten as much as I can probably get done. No, what's up? Well, I'm just saying. I'm I'm glad our whole good cop bad cop thing worked out earlier. I'm glad you picked up on, you know, the whole the whole scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you took notes when Jacob came to the van yeah, and everything, no, so. I was just kind of like playing Absolutely. off of that. You completely read my mind, and uh, yeah, that worked out. That worked out so well. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got Great. a lot of. I can't help but notice you have a lot of makeup. Um, I mean, yeah. Sorry, this is a little, if this is a little like personal, but I don't know. Do you feel like you feel like you need all of that for us, or I don't know. We just didn't we we didn't know each other before this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I just transferred in, so know you guys. I mean, like, I heard a lot about you from other, some of the other girls that are, like, in the popular circle, but... Wait, really? I mean, we heard... They told me a lot about just, um, you know, the jocks and stuff. And I I wasn't, I wasn't valedictorian by any means, but, um, you know, when I transferred in, I was trying to figure out, like who was, like, the top ranking in our school. So I figured that out. 
Makeup. Yeah. Sorry. No, what? I was just. I'm, I. I don't know. Do you have any sisters? Uh, no. Okay. So Victoria stops what she's doing. She like kind of packs up the tools a little and takes the makeup bag out. What? What do you want to know? Uh, no, 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 nothing. I was just, I was just. No, 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 Cecil. It's like it's fine. Like okay, and um, actually, like I, I bought like a whole thing of like the like glossier, glossier, like the like the chapsticks stuff. Um, here, and she just hands him one that's like slightly tinted. Cool. No, that's actually really helpful. My lips get chapped like a lot. That's sure thank you miko is now skittering through your makeup pad miko 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 stop stop i like i pick him up so he doesn't like (laughs) his his, his arms are just super out he's got like a streak of concealer going across his face oh my god i just i just pull something out of my bag oh i have i have a i i have a granola bar and i just break off a little piece and hand it to him he takes it starts nibbling at it v i have another weird question Sure. Would you want to lick my fish? And I pull out the fish. <laughs> and I hand it to her. <laughs> and then I pull I pull up my notebook and I'm like The ultimate first date question. Why? What does the fish do? I don't know. Great, she licks it. <laughs> what is what happens? Um you you lick this fish. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear like your your head starts to swim a little bit and you get like a s- very slight headache uh, oh. and you start to hear sounds that are pretty familiar to you and it sounds like a Harry Styles concert <gasps> oh okay okay now in oh. in detail okay okay so I heard I it sounded like a concert yeah it sounded like a concert Ugh. I miss concerts. That's okay. Yeah, well, maybe they have concerts here. I don't know. That'd be ye oldie concert. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, cool. So, <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm doing a bit of an academic study on the effects of this fish. Um, AP Kim only taught me so much. This is some really wacky shit. They didn't really teach me how to, I don't know, make potions. So I'm sort of going off the cuff here. And I'm gathering some details. So you you were at a Harry Styles concert? Yeah, it sounded like, and it sounded like people. It sounded like people. Like it was very kind of surround sound. Like you could like hear the people like singing on. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um... Miko, stop. Uh, you hear Miko has finished with the granola bar and he scampers out of the van. I toss a baseball and I'm like, go fetch. Okay. Thank you for, uh, thanks for looking at my fish. I, I appreciate that. Oh my God, Cecil, don't call it that. That's, what? that's so gross. It's a fish. Yeah, I don't know. Call it an experiment or something instead. All right, would you like, like to lick fish. my experiment? It's a fucking 10 inch fish. <laughs> <laughs> no. God. It's a fucking huge 10 inch fish. It's a fish. huge 10 inch experiment. <laughs> <laughs> I hate y'all so much. Uh, is there anything that Brian and James are doing before bed? Yes, please. <laughs> Brian's sitting up on top of the top bunk. Um, he has resigned himself to just taking um, trail mix that he found at the bottom of the bag from <laughs> Cecil's stuff earlier. <laughs> He's sitting on the edge of the bunk, just like kicking his feet in midair and nervously like shoving trail mix crumbs into his mouth. <laughs> I think James is just staring open mouth, just 
at Brian <laughs> as he's doing that. So do we have an idea or a plan for Castle tomorrow? Yeah, uh, I don't want to... I, yeah, I, I didn't want to put the spotlight on you, Brian, but I was going to say I feel like you might be very well equipped to, uh, mm. well, that might be an assumption, and I'm sorry, but I feel like you're more well acquainted with this kind of scenario. Okay, well, all I'm telling you right now is if I get in there and there's a pile of treasure in that fucking tower and I put a ring on and turn invisible, you can expect me to jump out the nearest window. You can expect that much. You can put that in your little plan list and depend on that happening tomorrow. Victoria writes it down hesitantly. Brian throws the leftover bag of trail mix on the ground, shoves his feet violently under the covers, and just rolls over without even putting on his eye mask to face the wall. Okay, good night, Brian. Fuck off, Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm if I'm being honest, whatever's up in that tower, he like visits all the he or she, we don't know the gender of the dragon. Um maybe it's a princess. It might be Fiona. <gasps> Brian just sighs loudly from his bunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out my phone. I'm gonna open up the Spotify app. I'm gonna type in "All Star" by Smash Mouth. No, no. And I'm gonna plug it into the aux cord in the van. Yes. Uh, roll a d20. Fourteen. Okay, you're good. Somebody wants to <laughs> <laughs> As Brian plots our murders, we sit there and listen to all Brian takes a pillow, his pillow, puts it over his ears, like on the bed, and is just silently thinking to himself where the closest pair of scissors might be for the ox cord. <laughs> you guys know the words. Come on now. Hey now. You're a rock star. James, I know you know these words. Oh, I know them. I was just gonna let you sing it. <laughs> Wait. Victoria, come on, sing with me. No, like, by all means, please. Miko <laughs> <laughs> finally got back with the baseball. <laughs> yeah, Miko comes back with the baseball. <laughs> He's got to dance them back and forth. I, I dance with Miko. We dance <laughs> in a little, dance a little circle. Outside of the van. You do the thing where you swing him around. <laughs> next to you. As we listen on repeat. To All-Star. All-Star. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys all drift off to sleep. And Victoria, as you fall asleep, as you start to kind of drift out of consciousness, you hear like almost this, what sounds like this rustling. It almost sounds like it's inside your head. And you hear, What was that shit about today, Victoria? I am not attuned to it. I am not attuned to it. Don't you dare. And with that, Don't you dare. Class is dismissed. Excuse me? Wait, I have so many questions. Excuse me? Oh, I hate it. Holland Dragons is Andy Dinehart as Victoria Hightower, Danielle Grisco as Brian Tolkien, Brandon Lindsay as Cecil McNamara, Jackson Pounds as James Malden, and myself, Riley Wesson, 
as your DM. Thanks so much for listening to this session of D Hall and Dragons. If you enjoyed it, please rate us on iTunes with five stars. That would be very much appreciated. And even better, share it with a friend or share it on social media with the hashtag DHDpodcast. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans Japan. Other music can be found in the episode's description. And our artwork is done by the incredibly, ridiculously, amazingly talented Carlina Alvarez. Link to her stuff is in the description as well. Until next time, I don't care how many teachers tell you, I don't care how many professors tell you to use it, Cornell Notes is, and will always be, a useless structure of note-taking. And that's my hot take. Thanks again. We'll see you next session. Victoria is still trying to maintain that, like, cool visage as they walk out. But there's an underlying, like, excitement (laughs) and, like, pep in her step as she walks away. It's because she found out about the 10-inch dick, right? (laughs) (laughs) It really makes you excited about the future. Oh, God.